I'm Kimberly Fitton, her manifestation mentor, and you are listening to Manifesting the Podcast 101, where uh, we dispel legalistic and religious constructs that say you cannot, um, that to be wealthy is a sin, and to be impoverished is to be near to God's heart. Um, Sorry, that's an anomaly. Poverty should be the anomaly. Abundance should be the standard operating procedure. And I give you tips, tools, strategies, share stories. And this season, season two, actually have conversations with other people who are experiencing the manifesting journey. I want you to know that you're probably hearing an echo on this recording because I am with Alexi and Zahara. I know there's a lot of talk about how to collaborate. I'm getting my nails did. Um, hair did, everything did. Not tonight, though, but nails uh, first. And um, so we're having a conversation, an organic conversation, just about everything you want to know about manifesting or just questions about manifesting. But before we kick it off and get started, again, you can find out everything you need to know about me at hermanifestationmentor.com, which, uh, hey, guys, listen, that website is under construction. Um, you can go to it if you want to see a sign that says getting a facelift. Um, Because it is, we have some things coming to you. So if you want to get in contact with me, you can email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com. You can also follow me on all social media platforms. You can also leave a voicemail only on Anchor. And we're on every podcast streaming platform. Hello, listenership. I'm really grateful for you. Before we get this party started, we're going to kick it off with 17 seconds of gratitude. Giving gratitude for 17 seconds really gets you in the vein of great expectations, like tuning uh, that radio station so that you can actually hear it, getting rid of the static. So um, I'm going to start with 17 seconds. I'm going to talk about uh, so glad that I'm single. Uh, 17 seconds starting now. Alexi and Zahara giving thanks inside their head or just laughing at what I'm about to say. I watched my godson yesterday and I was really thankful that my ovaries are not producing anything um, that would allow me to have a kid. I'm also really happy that um, she is celibate. I'm super happy that I can shut it down and not hear, uh, mom, uh, mom, or crying. He cried for three hours straight the other day. And I said, what is life? Um, I wanted to give myself my own hysterectomy. He's a sweet child, but I'm really thankful, really, really thankful for living life successfully single and the funny stories that it brings Um, in the dating world. And that's well beyond 17 seconds. Well beyond. But don't you feel good? I don't know what you gave thanks for. But you should have given something, uh, given thanks for something that makes you feel good. Today, well, this season we've been talking about like all you want to know. We talked about the vacuum, creating a vacuum. We talked about um, catch and release. We talked about being good to yourself and really living from a place of thankfulness and not being hard on yourself when it comes to manifesting. And if you send an email, if you have a voice message that you left me, I've added you to some of the episodes. Why don't you say hi, wherever you are, I'd love to hear about it, hear about your manifestation journey. So um, Z and Alexi and my friend Laura and I were talking and there's just like some questions that came up. How do you know that you are constructing like the right affirmation or decree? And so I answered that question and then I just think that there are probably some more that people have. And so because the listenership is growing all over the place, like if you guys are popping up out of the woodworks, 
all over and I'm super grateful for that. I'm sure that a lot of you are new to this manifesting thing, um, whether you have read The Secret or heard Law of Attraction and all this other stuff. I don't prescribe the Law of Attraction because it's not. There are universal principles, right, that existed before someone decided that it was a Law of Attraction. Law of Attraction is sowing and reaping. The Law of Attraction is um, power of life and death is in the tongue, right? So before Law of Attraction was even a thing, these universal principles and concepts existed. So... Um, we don't get wet by the word water. So you can name it whatever you want to name it. The basic principles and constructs are the same. So what questions you got? We, we have Zahara who's more familiar with it than Alexi. So Zahara is my assistant that had the $700 day because I had the $5,000 day. Just to tell you a little bit about Zahara, she's been making money since she was 16 as my assistant. I didn't know what I was doing, and neither did she really, but she's really good at it, um, whatever I asked her to do, and that has really birthed a wonderful entrepreneur, but what are your questions? I think my biggest question is, how do I make sure that I'm manifesting something that's measurable, and do I have to make it measurable? Um, is there certain phrases that I need to say? Is there like a certain projection I should be thinking of in terms of months or years or a length of time? But how do I make, how do I manifest without feeling like I'm being too out there? Or like, I don't know when I'll see these results. Right. So we talked about macro and micro, right? That micro is what happens on a daily basis that you can manifest. And that's simple. Like, you asked like about 15 questions and so I'm gonna get to <laughs> gonna try and break it down like get to them um so the micro are like just expecting that you're gonna have a good day expecting that God's good is gonna come to you um that you're going to engage with people in a prosperous way right um, that's gonna be beneficial for you and everyone you you come into contact with but you can also manifest specifically about your day so one of them is like, um, I, I am grateful that today will produce my highest good and visible daily supply of $500 in my bank account now. Thank you. God made universe. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Allah, thank you, whomever and go about your business. Right? So that is specific in the day. And I want to make sure that um i preface this by like so many people get caught up and i that's why i say legalistic and religious constructs um you guys all know me i really believe in the name of jesus the blood of jesus all that godhead and all that and then also when it comes to manifesting you're doing it either way so i'm not here to convince you convert you and you know you're powerful to disagree and also powerful not to listen anymore i i could care less I really do want everybody living their best life. So I don't want the message to get lost in the red tape, which is what happens when people are so bound by legalism and religion and all that other stuff that doesn't matter. So having said that, you, like any goal, you have a planner, you set up your schedule, you have goals that you want, right? One of the goals was that you wanted to graduate college debt-free. That's going to happen. But when you set that goal, you weren't even a freshman, correct? Mm-hmm. Isn't that still happening? Yeah, debt-free. <laughs> yes. So your intentions were to 
graduate debt free. Mm -hmm. Because you intended that, you believe that God will bring you whatever you need in order for that good to manifest. Also, you're calling that out. So you could have affirmed every day, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that I'm graduating college debt free, but you didn't. What you believed is there would be money made. And some of that was your own hustle, but then others was the people around you mm -hmm. who were pouring into you or giving you opportunities. So Neville Goddard says, whether it takes a million people doing one thing in order to get what you want, those a million people are going to do what they need to do so you can get what you desire. And so when you're manifesting, when you're decreeing about what you want to manifest, just know that the highest good will come to you. And however many people need to move on your behalf for that to happen, it will. Don't get caught up on how it happens. Hmm. And so that's the biggest thing. Especially if you're a type A, controlling, anal type nature, perfectionist. There is no way to be a perfectionist with decreeing, affirming, declaring, mm -hmm. manifestation. Because what you're doing is just issuing the command. And the power in your breath and in your being as a manifestation of the divine on this earth is what is the power behind it. So when you say it's going to be a bad day, the power of the divine is behind it. So you just got to leave the control aspect of how it happens and just trust that it will happen. And you can even affirm, I look forward to the many ways that good is going to come to me today. Now, when you're talking about like far off goals, you can manifest for that. You can do, you can five by 55 it. Well, the five by 55 is something you do when you want to see immediate results. Just be honest. So if you are doing, I get a million dollars of revenue and writing that five uh, 55 times in five days. Uh, if you're not on that manifestation level, probably not. Mm. If you're just starting out, depending on, uh, nothing is impossible, but probably not. So with certain techniques, those are for short-term goals, right? If you want, if you need a bill paid immediately, right? Use a five by 55. If you want to see something fun happen, like the color yellow or 500 random dollars given to you like five by 55 but if you want to let's let's say it's about marriage or vacationing and all of that decree daily from that place just one affirmation and then trust that it's going to happen and there are different ways to phrase it depending on what you believe and what resonates for you mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah do you have a question yeah. Alexi <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, my question I don't really know what to focus on like I have a lot of things I want to do and they're not necessarily in the same vein like it's like all over the place yeah and I don't know how to narrow it down have you vision like... casted no I don't think you know what you want yeah. and so you have to be definite about what you want even if it's just it may seem like something small, but when you're definite about it, we become definite. Oh, Catherine Ponder says we become definite about prosperity because prosperity is definite about us. So you could say, I make thousands of dollars a day. But the definite point is, I make thousands of dollars for myself every day because you could be working for somebody making them thousands of dollars and that is already manifested, right? Um, but if you don't know what you want, then 
your your manifestation is going to do this. So I guess vision casting is what do you want right now? What are some things that you want to see right now? And there's this thing called the wheel of fortune where you ha it has different categories. So you create a wheel and then like financially you put what you want to see. Mentally you put what you want to see. Physically you put what you want to see. Spiritually you put what you want to see. And it can be three things in each block. But you look at it every day, whether it's represented by picture or represented by word, or represented by color, magazine clippings, whatever. You can create a computer one and just look at it every day and say, I'm so happy and I'm, I'm so grateful that this has happened. Or you could use, isn't it wonderful or whatever you're doing. And you look at that wheel every day. The catch is you cannot share this wheel. It's not like a vision board. You just pop and be like, look at my vision board. Keep it to yourself. And then meditate on it after you've said the, um, after you've decreed about it, meditate on it with a visualization of what you look like doing those things. What do you look like while you're in Rio de Janeiro on vacation or wherever it is? You know what I mean? But you have to have a definite picture. So if I were to ask you to like meditate on what you want to decree, you probably couldn't get a picture because you don't know what you want definitely. So I would vision cast, what do you want in your life right now? And then if you want to add graduation, add that. Yeah, I wouldn't eliminate the self-reflection portion of manifesting. Mm -hmm. It's all about what you want to do and you can manifest in every area. Confidence, your spiritual life, relationship, nothing is off limits because we're always manifesting. So you just got to really sit down with yourself and start that really, really start that journey of self-discovery. Because I think that's probably what the universe is calling for you to do at this point in time in your life. And so like how often do you really feel like you have to like check in with yourself like that? Is that something that you have to like recheck in periodically? Because I feel like I'm not the same person I was a year ago, so maybe the things I'm manifesting wouldn't be the same. Like, what would you recommend? Um, Reevaluating, like, when things, we have a list of things you want to manifest, right? So, I used to want to manifest marriage. And so that, that sticky note didn't move. And I realized after a while when I was like, well, why hasn't this happened? It's because there is another path the Lord wanted me to take that was going to end my ultimate good. And so like reevaluating, why do I want what I'm trying to manifest? Do I want, um, sorry, <laughs> do, do I want to manifest the BMW so people can say, look at me? Cause I really had to ask myself, why do I want this car? Mm -hmm. Is it because I want people to be like, Ooh, or do I want it because it, it would make me happy or just like, you know, like whatever reason, not because of the, I want to be accepted by other people. Do I want to get married because that's what society wants? Do I really want to get married? Do I really love this person? Do I want to be, do I want to be a principal because that's just the natural order of things? Or do I want to be a principal because I really love it? And having that journey of reflection, I actually took down the sticky note that had me manifesting my own school because I do not want to have my own school. I couldn't implement the change I wanted. And so now that I know my path, 
now I can manifest in that area because I can, I can, I know how I'm supposed to impact my purpose in impacting education. So I would say I'd reevaluate when some, when you've lost passion for what you're affirming, like you just lose interest in it because it could be a lack of faith or believing you deserve it, imposter syndrome, a bunch of things, but life taking you in a different direction when it's not, when it feels like you've hit a wall, that's nine times out of 10, the universe telling you, Hey girl, no. <laughs> no, reevaluate. And meditation really will help. Like everything that you're visualizing to happen, do you visualize when you manifest? Like when you decree? There should be a joy with it. If there's fear, anxiety, worry, get, stop, stop. Just put it off and focus on the things that make you happy. Then come back and reassess why. Mm-hmm. And so if it's doubt and that it can happen for you or believing that you can because you'll be the first to do it, then change your decree to, to something like every day. I'm so happy and so grateful that my confidence is growing every day in every way. Mm-hmm. So I think you should do that often. And so like with the different like, so when I try manifesting, I've, I've been trying to do it daily. And I feel like every day I'm trying to come up with new affirmations or new statements like that I'm manifesting. Why do you need new? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm like, should I just repeat the same ones? Yes. Or, yeah. I would, I would just repeat the same ones until you like make it a game. I make it a game as fine. Okay, well, what can I do today? So, like, with the isn't it wonderful, and there's something else I learned just last week. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to do this. It should be like that. But if you haven't seen it, then keep on keep on believing. Yeah. Don't stop believing. <laughs> but keep on, like, keep on decreeing it. And it's not even just saying it out loud. Say it in your head. Like, keep on doing it. And then if you're bored or you decide you don't want it, then switch it up. And you could want to see something tomorrow like, hey, I would like to get flowers today. Mm-hmm. I did that one time and I didn't, I didn't get flowers. Someone else got flowers. But then the next day I did. And then one time I, I decreed like flowers and it was roses and I can't stand roses. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I need to be specific. And then it came. Do you need to switch angles? Not again. I'm saying if this comes out crooked. No, ma'am. <laughs> You're good. I so, like, I just... Pressure and stress and any of that, like, that's not what you should be feeling. Mm-hmm. And so just stick with what makes you happy. And a, a simple decree is better than constructing a thousand ones that sound good or ten that sound good. So it could just be, what did... Oh, my God. What did my favorite one, which I always forget it because I didn't create it. What did Laura say? Oh my God, I get extraordinary pay. Oh, I can't do it. (laughs) In every way and every day I get extraordinary. I do extraordinary work for extraordinary pay. I I messed it up. I'm sorry, Laura. That's not what she says, but you could do like, um, all good things come to me now in multiple ways and you know, from whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, easy one for me is everything and everyone works to prosper me now and I prosper everyone and everybody now or the divine richly provides for me now in abundance or invisible daily supply and that visible da- daily supply means 
uh, hello, I'm not going to lay my head down without money hitting my account or the need being met. And I just firmly believe it. But when you're manifesting, it's not your job to produce it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you really have, that really has to sink in. It is without zero effort on your part other than speaking the word. And then believing that the ideas will come. Um, so one time I needed money. I should really be careful with the word need. Um, but there's a bill that needed to be paid. Like it by the end of the day. And I was like, you know what? Uh, this is going to need some cash. So where is this coming from? And I had an idea. And then um, it was to throw a webinar. And I really never done one before. But I talked to Madonna at the time. Like, can you give me a graphic? Put it out there. And it was done. It was done. It was in my account. And all I had to do was like wait for it to hit. And so I was able to pay it. But I believed that it would happen. So it's either a divine idea, inspiration to get to, to tell me how to do the money and have it hit my account. We call those witty inventions. Or someone's going to give it to me. And nine times out of ten, someone gives it to me. Mm-hmm. And I gladly receive it. <laughs> um, meditations. Do I play music? Do I do a guided meditation? I'm not really sure where to start with those. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever is meditation for you. So, like, when people meditate, they think about sitting quietly and not having any thoughts in their brain. But not having thoughts in your mind is like trying to stop your heart from beating. Mm. If you're successful at that, then you're dead. <laughs> so so letting that go and really meditating. So you can do that with music. Like I use soaking music, um, like worship soaking music. And I just decide by the title or I go with the feeling. And then I just um, meditate on the picture in my head or repeating isn't it wonderful meditation is like picking one phrase or one picture and holding that and then when you're holding it your mind is working it's thinking about the feelings how excited you're going to be when you get it um what's happening how joyous it is right or the love that you're feeling in that moment whatever there's always an emotion that accompanies it and what you're doing is you're soaking in that scene in the emotions and it becomes real to your brain and so that's why when the Bible says, like, think on the things that whatsoever is good, um, lovely, all these things, because when you think on those things, it saturates your very being. Just like if you, if you watch reality TV show or you Netflix all the time. In your head, you thinking about the real arguments that never happened. They happen on TV, but it's become a part of your reality because it's embedded now in your brain because you've saturated yourself with it. The same as what you listen to. Your gates are so super important. So if you have negative talking around you, that is really actually embedding itself inside your hippocampus to become facts. If your mom always said something, if your dad always said something, as a child, you took it as facts. And so when you go to have an idea to do something different, your inspiration is fighting against your brain that says, oh, no, your ego that's saying, oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, because your mom failed at it. Remember, your dad said this. Remember, blah, blah, blah. So whatever you whatever you honor, you become and you're meditating whether you're sitting quietly or not. You're regurgitating things in your mind and that's meditation. A bad event. If I asked you to recall a time you were uber embarrassed, you'd be able to do do so. You'd have a bunch of you'd have a bunch of examples, right? Yeah. Not the same as when you say 
list the times you felt great about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because what do you rehearse? The embarrassment. Because you're meditating. So what you do is rehearse the good, and that's meditation. Rehearse the good emotions, whatever. And you can do that with music. That doesn't have any lyrics. Or a guided meditation where they're telling you what to do. Doxy's guided meditations on YouTube for free 99 are really awesome. And it has meditation for everything. There's also meditations, you know, that you can train your brain, your subliminal while you sleep too. It's the most amazing thing. I should do one. I think the next episode will be on like how to change your subliminal. Or maybe I should just leave that for coaching. No, I'll do it. I'll do it for free. And to clarify the... um... They're listening to something while you're asleep that will help with the rehearsing the... Yeah, there's a... I listen to Justin Perry's You Are Creators Meditation While You're Asleep for Money. And I don't know what that man was saying when I fell asleep, but I know every morning I felt phenomenal. I felt like I just went on the best date ever. You know, like you go on the best date and then you expect them to call and you're just like, I can't wait. I wonder if they're thinking about me or whatever that it is that we do. I felt like that. And I also felt like, man, something good is going to happen. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's because your brain is the only thing that doesn't shut down. It's constantly in your heart. But that's because your brain is working. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that works. It embeds and you don't even like it's okay if you fall asleep because your brain is getting it. We think we're doing the thinking. You're not. And you guys did well in science. You know that. But the bad, I mean, but that control aspect as far as positivity is something that we think we can do. But all you have to do is really train your brain. Mm-hmm. And that's why poverty is... That's why poverty is so systemic and it's embedded like... It's a point of trauma because it's embedded in your DNA because of the thought. And that's why people think they can't do something, they won't ever do something, or you'll never be anything, because it's what's rehearsed, the scenes. So when, when you're talking about like self-doubt and like those things, like I think about, oh, just things I'll say that just come off the top of my head, I don't even think about it, like, oh, this is the worst day of my life, or like stuff like that, like... Is it meditation that, like, trains you out of those things? Like, how do you just, like, break that habit? And I don't know if that's just, like, a really simple answer. No. For the one thought, do seven positive one right afterwards. Oh, this is going to be the worst day. Nope, this is the best day I've ever had. There's so many amazing things are coming out of this day. I'm growing. This is, like, you just have to get Mm -hmm. into practice. Just like you were in practice and saying the negative. That's why it comes off the top of the dome because you're Mm -hmm. in practice of doing that. You must also come into practice with being positive. It's not something that just happens overnight, just like working out, just like losing weight, like, oh, how I wish the, the weight would just fall off, but they didn't, um, but it didn't come on automatically. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of apple turnovers before, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cookies and cream ice cream before the weight started to whatever. There's a lot of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. That's why quarantine was so hard because I was like, where did this weight come from? This is all because of quarantine. No, this had happened before quarantine when I said to myself, it was okay to stop doing what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So you just have to make it a practice. And 
I made it a practice because when I first woke up, the 17 seconds of gratitude, which always lasted longer than 17 seconds, and then before I went to sleep, which we're going to talk about the state akin to sleep, which is also known as daydreaming, and the power of always meditating, not meditating, but always um, decreeing in that state. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very powerful, but just make it a routine. Plan it, just like you plan in your schedule. Zahara has a color-coded schedule. Every part of her life is planned. And so you have to make room for it because what you honor shows up. Mm. Well, I think that's good for this first uh, question and answer session. I think it was really awesome. It's really organic and nice, and I hope the sound quality isn't too bad, but also I really have to get my nails done, so that needed to happen, and... That's the only time these two are ever going to be in the same room with me. So it's really good. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Um, Alexi and Zahar are also part of the Pusher to Manifestation group. Um, They know me, but they planted their seeds and they paid because they expect to receive. So um, if you don't know about the Pusher to Manifestation group, it's on Facebook. Um, you can email me if you want to want the link. You don't have a Facebook and you don't want to log on. Like you can just log in for the group. It's for like-minded women who want to encourage and push each other into abundance and manifesting. There are challenges, exclusive content that you will not hear anywhere else. Not on the Facebook um, lives that I do. <clears throat> not even on the podcast, which I like to go more in depth when I'm on the podcast. But you get exclusive um, rights to that information. It's like a one-time $20 fee, and you're really just sewing on the information. The other thing is you get first dibs on the webinars that are coming up, and there are some coming up. There's a lot of stuff coming up, and I don't want you to miss it. But mainly, I just want you to live your best life. I want you to live a life of abundance. I want you to live as um, the standard operating procedures, not the anomaly. We shouldn't be looking at each other saying, man, she's so wonderfully blessed. I wish I were her, or I wish I were them. No. You're not winning unless everybody around you is winning or at least has the opportunity to win. And so your job is to live limitlessly so that people can see you, see your light and ask themselves, I wonder what she did. I know how, I know how Zahara was. I know how Alexi was before this. So I wonder what they did. And that I wonder what they did is your purpose and power to influence Um, because everybody should be living life happily doing what they need to do there's plenty of pie for everybody there's plenty of room for everybody so with that i'm out we're out thanks for joining us and see you guys next time